Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Ripple with Wine podcast presented by Brothers Willies. My name is Brendan Thurman, your host for Brothers the host of the Ripple with Wine podcast. Wow, what a first two weeks we had to talk about for the Philadelphia Flyers. Um, as many of you know, this season was not the hopes of many. Um, there wasn't a lot of hope for many fans. Um, media, or even around the league, respect that the Flyers were going to have this season. But if the first two weeks of this season can tell you anything, it's exactly what John Tortorello has proclaimed and said since day one of training camp. We may not be the best team. We may not be the most talented team. We may not be the highest valuable team in the NHL, but we're going to be the most disciplined the best condition, and the hardest working team in the NHL. And through these first two weeks, these first seven games, the Philadelphia Flyers have proven just that. They have proven that they have bought into John Tortorello's systems. They have proven that they have bought into John Tortorello's teachings. And they have proven that they are going to go to battle every single night for one another. And when you really look at it, it's really astonishing that we're sitting here now two weeks into the season. The Flyers are the, at the top of the Metropolitan Division with five wins. And they are missing three very, very, very key and important players. They're missing Sean Couturier. They're missing Cam Atkinson. They're now missing James Van Riemsdyk after he broke his finger. He'll be out another. He'll be out a month. And of course, they're missing Ryan Ellis, who was, yes, he's been injured, but he was supposed to be a key part to this team. But when you look at what they're doing, not just on a nightly basis, what they're doing off the ice and on the ice is an important key to this season. And one of the main points in that is that when you really look at it, the main point the Flyers went into training camp with is that they had a chip on their shoulder. They had a building block that they could use in the fact that nobody believed in them. And every single player in that locker room said the same exact thing whenever you talked to them, that nobody believed in them, that nobody had any, had any faith in them. And all they've done in the first two weeks of the season, is gone out, put their heads down, and went to work. And that was one thing that John Torello said the day before the season started. He said, we can tell you as much as possible how we view this is going to go. But we can't change the mindset of the fans, we can't change the mindset of the media, and we can't change the mindset of the league around us unless we show it. And after the first week of the season, and after another great week of the season, and now almost closing of a week of the season, the Flyers are showing that statement that John Tortorello proclaimed on that day. Because it's not just the Flyers are going out and winning. No, the Flyers are going out and winning in different capacities every single night. And I'll get to what they're being led by in a second. But just take a look at this. 
The Flyers had none, zero, come from behind wins when losing by two goals last season. They were o, they were o forty one and one when losing by two goals or more. In the first week, and that's the first three games, the Flyers came back twice from two goal deficits of one. So when you look at a culture change and you look at the implementation of what John Torrell is trying to do here, trying to create an identity, that's a big part of it. That plays a huge part in it because of what they're trying to accomplish. And the reason why is, is as John Torrell said multiple times, they're not going to go out there and win by skill. They're not going to go out there and win by superstardom. They're going to go out there by winning, by putting their heads down, getting to work, and outplaying another team. And there are some downfalls to that. I will get to that in a second. But there's also some very, very good key attributes to that because it brings a karamity to the team that everybody's fighting for not just themselves, but for one another. There's a common goal in the locker room. And there was never that real feeling last year in years prior that there was one common goal in the locker room. Yes, there's always that aspiration getting to the playoffs, winning playoff series, making it to the Stanley Cup. But there wasn't a clear goal ever in the Flyers locker room of how to play the game right. And I think that's a big statement because the one major thing and especially since Carter Hart said this tonight, that the Flyers have been focusing on systems and making sure every single system, and the Flyers, as Carter Hart said after the game tonight, uh, this is being reported after the Flyers won against the Panthers 4-3, he said they've been a real focus on systems. And the real focus on systems is a telling sign because that's what John Tortorell is. He's a system guy. He's not an analytics guy. He doesn't look at that, and I'll get into that a little bit in a second. He doesn't really do anything other than he makes sure that every single player on his team is playing the hardest they can, in the best situation they can, and and the equal opportunity to every single player in that locker room. And the equal opportunity to every single person in that locker room has already shown its face. Last Saturday, the Flyers lost uh, 3 to nothing to the San Jose Sharks. It was on the night of a back-to-back. They had a really, really bad uh, second period. They went down two to nothing after scoring the first goal, getting it taken away from off sides. But they had a really, really, really bad first two periods. And it was a night of a back-to-back. The Flyers were four and one. Instead of putting his best guys forward, instead of putting his best guys on the ice to maximize a chance at winning. John Tortorella took the opportunity to make a statement. A statement in the way that what he did was benched his two most important players for the third period. Travis Connecty, as you can see on the screen, and Kevin Hayes, are leading the Flyers in points right now and goals scored by Travis Konechny and Hayes is leading in assists. In that game on Saturday, John Tortorello took it upon himself to bench his two most important players to send a message 
to his team. Now, that, that takes a lot of balls, one thing. But it also sends a message to the team that anybody can be in that same boat. Anybody on any given night, if you don't play your hardest, if you don't put your full effort in there, you can be in that same boat. Because if he will, if he has the the feeling and the intention to bench his best players, anybody in that locker room can be in the same exact boat on any given night. And it really tells the sign of what John Tortorello has been talking about. He's been talking about rewarding guys that have been playing very well, playing to his system, giving their effort every single night. And it's been clear and shown, and I think it, you can go back to a couple couple days ago when he was talking about Zach McEwen. Zach McEwen was one of the last cuts the Flyers made. He didn't go down uh, to the Phantoms after he was waged with any a bad attitude, didn't go anything like that. Went down there, put his head down, went to work. Zach McEwen was called up three days after the Flyers cut him, and he hasn't left the lineup since. And not to mention, every single night or every single time John Terrell has the opportunity, he is mentioning something good about Zach McEwen because of the way he plays. He plays hard. He plays with tenacity. He plays with grit. The exact same things that John Terrell is looking for. So why we look at this as, as an interesting way of looking at it is because if the Flyers can keep this up, if the Flyers can mold themselves into this identity, they'll have a pretty good, you know, opportunity to, how would I say it, be a very, very good team. However, if the Flyers, you know, don't really find a way to keep this going, it's kind of just like one of those things that, you know, it was a good start to the season. Okay. But what it is right now is it's fun. And I'll make a Phillies reference and an Eagles reference uh, right now. If you've been watching the Phillies celebrate in the locker room, there's a sense of fun. There's a sense of comedy between the guys that they're all there putting on their best efforts together and having fun doing it. Same with the Eagles locker room. If you've looked at any Eagles game after their win, the locker room is so connected. They're all having fun. They're all congratulating themselves. If you looked at the Flyers post tonight after the game for the player that won the, I guess they're calling it the jersey swing, Carter Hart won the player of the game tonight for the Flyers. If you look in the picture, Carter Hart is swinging his baseball bat, as everybody else has. And you can see Joel Faraby and Morgan Frost having fun and making peace signs in the picture. Now, I can remember a couple times last year, that, but can anybody remember the last time the Flyers were actually having fun playing hockey? That's one thing that really has stood out to me. They are having fun playing hockey. And when you really look at it, this sense of leadership, 
Arrow, it's just Scott Lawton at the moment. There is a sense of family going on. And I think you could say this from the beginning uh, when Nick Glorier, newest flyer, invited everybody and their families over during training camp. They're trying to create this sense of family and this sense of pride inside the Flyers locker room. And Ivan Perov said something that was very, very interesting in the fact that, you know, there was a lot more going on last year than most people thought. And he agreed with it. But he said it's kind of fun to be in a locker room where everybody's giving it their all. Everybody's playing for, you know, the team. That's telling in some ways. Because if it's not if it's only taken seven games and a hard training camp to make that work, that means that John Torrell's message is getting across. And that means that the Flyers could be building something. John Torrell, his main thing, after every single time he talks, is he always says he doesn't know what he has yet because he's still learning. He's still watching. He's still trying to put it together. He feels they have a sense of a way they can play, but he doesn't know what they are yet because they haven't identified themselves yet. But through the first seven games, the one clear message, the one clear thing that the Flyers have established is resiliency. And that's one major thing that you can't teach. I mean, just look at tonight. The Flyers were down two times tonight. Two one-goal deficits tonight, including one where last year was a huge problem where they gave up a, a goal within the two minutes after scoring a goal. Didn't bother them. They still came back, had a big second period, Hart stood tall, made 48 saves. It just keeps getting better and better and better no matter what you look at. So when you start to see what is going on, when you start to look at everything, this is where it becomes very, very clear that the Flyers, you know, have turned the page on last season. We'll say it like that. So when you really look at it, let's look at the stats so far this season. The Flyers started the season, of course, on a three-game winning streak. They had that tough game in Florida. They bounced back in Nashville. They had a tough game in the back-to-back. Both losses this year, speaking of that, have been on the back-to-back. And John Terrell mentioned that after on Saturday's loss, that they have to learn how to play in the back-to-backs. they got to learn how to play as a team in the back-to-backs. they got to learn how to win in the back-to-back. So that's still one thing they have to learn about. John Terrell was very, very cautious to say it tonight, especially saying that they are a team that still has a lot of issues, but they're working at it, and they're getting the little things they need to win on a nightly basis, and that's why they're having so much success. But when you look at it, look at the five teams the Flyers have beat. Yes, New Jersey was supposed to be a very... Transformed team this year. Didn't really come to be, but they are playing a lot better hockey. Winnipeg, not Winnipeg, Vancouver. Don't know what's going on with Vancouver. The Flyers kind of caught them at the right time, at the right place. They kind of took advantage of their their woes. But look at the teams that are in line here. They beat Tampa Bay Lightning in Tampa Bay. Yes, they lost to Florida in Florida. That was a tough game. But they went to Nashville. 
beat Nashville in Nashville. Cam home had a tough loss against San Jose. But look what they did tonight. They came back, avenged a loss from a week ago to a team that was just as hot as them. To a team that was, you know, had their number lately. The Panthers had won four straight. Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, they had won uh, eight of their last ten against the Flyers. So that was a team that had the Flyers number. But tonight, the Flyers showed why they are going to be, and the main message that's always been there, is that they have been trying to create, and Wade Allison told this to us on the podcast two weeks ago, that they are going to be trying to become a team that when somebody comes and sees that name on the schedule, that sees the Flyers on the schedule, they're going to go, holy shit, we got to play the Flyers. We're in for one tonight. And that identity is going to take some time. Yes, it's off to a great start. Of course it is. The Flyers are in first place in Metro. They've won five of their first seven. It's off to a great start. But that identity is going to take a little bit to, you know, get going. It's going to have to be sustained. It's not just going to be the first two weeks. It's going to have to be the first month. Then it's going to be through two months of the season. Then we're going to have to get into Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then we can start to talk about what the identity actually is. But when you look at the leaders of this team, they've been led by three guys through these first seven games. First one, of course, is Carter Hart. Carter Hart is off to the best start of his career. He's 5-0-0, including another win tonight. His goals against average is 2.0 straight down the aisle. That is extremely impressive from where he was last year. His save percentage is, uh, when you when you see how many shots he's faced, is even more impressive. Because his save percentage is 947. But just look at it tonight. He made 48 saves on 51 shots. That's just, and it wasn't even his best night. He was fighting the puck all night. But that's what good goaltending, John Terrell made sure he mentioned that after the game. So that good goaltending can get you wins. And of course it did. But what it really comes down to is when you really look at the leaders of this team, other than Carter Hart, look at Kevin Hayes. With no Sean Couturier and of course Claude Drew, the first year without the Flyers having Claude Giroux, Kevin Hayes has really stepped up in a way that he's taking over that primary leadership, not leadership-wise of leaders. Scott Lawton is the only A at the moment. There are other leaders. But he's really taken the role of being the number one guy. As you can see, he's got now a goal and nine assists in his first seven games. He had two more assists tonight assisting on the second goal, which was a big bounce-back first period for him and Travis Konechny after being benched last period, last, uh, on Saturday. But when you really look at it, look at Travis Konechny. Travis Konechny led all Flyers tonight with 22 minutes, I think it was, a little over 22 minutes. So when you really start to look at it, 
And John Terrell made to mention after the game that, you know, he's never had a problem with his his tenacity, his effort. He just thought, you know, that one game that he had a little bit of struggle. But when you really look at it, the main guy that has been consistent through these first seven games that has given his effort every single night, yes, he was benched in the third period. John Terrell said that was Pedro's turn. That was just one of those things that he had to do. But look at what he's done. He's been a guy that's been a menace every single game. He's given his effort every single game. He's been there in every situation. Penalty kill, power play, late game, empty net, every place. Travis Konechny has been there. And he has the points to show for it. He's got four goals and four assists through his first seven games. So when you look at it, this whole start is good. It's a very, 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 very good start for the Flyers. So we have to see where they go from here. They, of course, claim Kiefer Bellows today, so we'll see where that goes. And I believe that that has the potential to be a key part, not just this year, but going forward. So we'll see how he meshes with the locker room, see how he gets implemented into the locker room. Uh, expect him to play on Saturday on a line probably with, I would say, Morgan Frost and Wade Allison, the two guys that were kind of sat tonight because John Torrell said it. He felt a couple guys were a little fatigued and a little uh, overwhelmed with the team that they were playing against. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but we'll see how it goes. But I really think Kiefer Bellows has a chance to be a real impactful player here, um, especially given the opportunity. He's going to play top nine minutes. He's going to be in the Flyers' top nine. He's probably going to play on the power play. So he's going to be given an opportunity to really reinstate his name after being drafted 19th overall in 2016. So we'll see where we go. It's a great start. Flyers are playing some good hockey. It's a lot of fun right now to watch this team from what we've seen in the past two years. It's a lot of fun to go to the rink knowing that they're going to be a competitive team every single night. So we'll leave it at that. We'll see you next week. We'll see how they do. They have a tough matchup against the Carolina Hurricanes this Saturday, so we'll see how they handle that. But we'll see how it is. The main thing that you got to look at right now is the Flyers had a very, very tough October schedule, and they're handling it very, very well. So we'll see where it goes from here. We'll see if they can keep it up. We'll see if the injury bug can kind of stay away from them. We'll talk about that next week. I should have a little bit more on the injury updates. Um, there, there could be a very drastic turn in the Ryan Ellis situation that could come to fruition here some point this season. Um, but they're also the big part right now, Sean Couture and his health, what he's going to do. Um, there is a concern that if you remember when his news was first announced, Frank Cervelli of the daily Faceoff mentioned that if it wasn't healed in six to eight weeks, surgery would be required. We're in that time frame right now. Sean Couture is now not skating. So we'll hopefully have more clarity next week on that. But all in all, Flyers are 5-2, and two, leading in the Metro Division. We'll see how they go this week. But they're off to a great start. So once again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.